coming up, he's done it again to an industry which thrives on complexity. Mark Pritchard brings a very simple message. Hello and welcome to ID.com's Media Snack, episode 72. So this week, Mark Pritchard delivered the third part of his trilogy, which was de- developing his media transparency action plan, That's right. addressing the agency community this time. That's right. So he was, uh, he was addressing the, the, the broader agency community, but we're going to look at the simplicity of the message mm. that he shared with the uh, media stakeholders in the audience. Yeah, indeed. All coming up on today's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a sandwich. So let's crack into this. So um, you've probably been following the story this year, which is that Mark Pritchard, Chief Brand Officer of Procter & Gamble, world's largest advertiser, and Mark, perhaps the most influential, um, one of the, certainly one of the most influential marketers in the world, yeah. has been on a little world tour, um, speak and sharing P&G's vision, but also his uh, in his role as the, a, the chair of the ANA, the ANA's vision for improving media transparency. Yeah. And so he's laid out in the first two speeches um, the details of a media, a media action plan to drive transparency. The first speech in January was at the IAB, yeah. really talking to a very much digital audience. Mm-hmm. His second speech a few weeks back was at the ANA's media conference, which, is, which I was attending, um, where he addressed the marketing and the, the media director community and then this week he's been in Los Angeles at the four A's which is the agency's trade body uh, big conference and so he had a a keynote address there which has been called the trilogy this is the third part of this speech yeah I mean what I've found interesting I think and and, um, unique about all three of his speeches is that he's managed to boil it down into its simplest possible forms, mm. and and you know never was that better illustrated in what we've read of his delivery to the to the four A's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to the media community, he just said four simple things. Yeah. Right? He's, it sounds like real just com- this is just common sense. But this is it. Yeah. But but you know, but he just he's so informed on the perspective that yeah. he's able to distill yeah. it into into manageable sound bites. Mm. But he's he's simply just said. You know, absorb the complexity, yeah. right? That's your job. Allow us marketeers to make the right smart decisions. Uh, he said, organize yourselves with the right capabilities to enable us to do the best possible work. Yeah. And we will pay you fairly for it. Yeah. And he said, get your houses in order first, right? Uh, allow us to trust the decisions that you make and uh, then you can innovate. Yeah. I mean, just really, really simple uh, instruction that everybody should be able to absorb. But in a world of hyper-complexity, mm-hmm. um, you know, dragging it down to its most simplest forms, I think, is, is the genius in what, in what yeah. he's delivered. And it's, it's much needed. And we, you know, of course, we're an industry which just thrives on complexity. And if anything, you know, has profited in large part from, com- from creating complexity. And I think what Marx represented is just the, the, the common moans amongst marketers and the frustrations, but he's able to, in only, the, in only a way that somebody with great command of their subject and great kind of knowledge and wisdom, I guess, as well, yeah. can simplify down to some just really basic principles. So, you know, this was, this was probably of the three speeches, um, you know, maybe the most 
sensitive potentially because he was taking this message directly out to the agency community. Yeah. Um, you know, and this was, you know, whereas previous the two speeches have very much been calls to action from marketers. Yeah. This was specifically directed at the agency community, and he made some very simple requirements. Mm. You know, as you've just discussed, you know, which is to the complexity is the agency's problem, and they have to fix it again. Yeah. It sounds like you know he has this impatient kind of tone. He's laying down, in part, I think, an olive branch to say, "Listen, we're not anti-agency. We're not attacking agencies. We've cut our rosters down." Yeah. Uh, but we and we do we want to view you as partners, strategic partners. And that's what he business. said at the beginning, yeah. right? So his entire his entire platform for delivery was you are our most important partners. Yeah. You know that was the that was the 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 moment that he embraced the the agency community. Yeah. And he wants it to he wants them to just behave a bit more like that. Yeah. So whilst laying you know it was half olive branch and I think and half you know laying down the gauntlet, there was a challenge definitely to media agencies, which we'll come to in a second. Um, to say you have to change to be in deeply invested in our business. And the, the quid pro quo of that is you know, Mark's commitment that agencies should be paid fairly. Yeah, you know, right. He reiterated that it's not in anyone's interest to have unprofitable agencies, but that the, 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 pay, the fair payment has to be in consideration of Value. Yeah, that's right. He you talked know. about talent, didn't he? He said that, that they're going to relook at a lot of their remuneration structures within P&G and that they will be uh, rewarding their agencies for the talent that is put on their business. Yeah. Again, a, a reflection of how uh, important he sees his, his marketing agency stakeholders in, in driving future business growth. Yeah. I mean, great talent will drive marketing success. Yeah. We know that. Exactly. Um, and so a lot of the message, of course, was aimed at the more the creative community because, you know, Marx talked a lot about needing craft back in marketing and avoiding crappy advertising. And again, he you know he used this head fake kind of technique mm. uh, to dispel some myths and to to kind of bat away some reject uh, you know objections mm. that might have come from the industry. So there was a, there's a lot of focus on you know creative talent, the need for creativity to grow brands, and the impact that can yeah. have. And then he switched his focus into talking then about media. Yeah. Now, really, his first two speeches were really largely aimed at media. And so, mm. so what was his kind of main message to the media agency community? It was it was you know allow us to work with media agency partners that have the right capabilities and skill sets to enable us to make the right decisions. So he was talking about, he didn't want the fragmentation of media agencies and siloed approaches within organizations. He wanted to trust that he had the right agency partners with the right capabilities to enable yeah. him to, write, to make the right decisions. Yeah. So you know, the challenge was you know, absorb the complexity. Don't push that on your, that's, that's your challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he referenced the fact that there are no print agencies or out of home agencies. Why are there digital specific agencies? Yeah. And, that, and that's a, that's a, you know, I think the, you know, how you would then take that. I can imagine sitting in the audience. We weren't able to go to this one, obviously being in LA, uh, but uh, and also not having been invited to go, which is another <laughs> problem. But there we go. Uh, maybe one day they'll let us in. Um, you know, but if you're if you're there, if you're running an agency, and you're responsible for a particularly media agency now, you know, you've got a clear idea of what you need to do yeah. to kind of to work not only with P and G, but the fact that Mark's increasingly kind of I think representing the sentiment yeah. of marketers. Um, I mean, he cut 
right down to the bone yeah. with media. It was, it was, uh, you know, there's no room for you know, any confusion. Um, and he said quite clearly, stop innovating to yeah. media agencies. Stop innovating. Job one is to drive. You need to own transparency. Right. I'm leading transparency. Get the house in order first. It is the responsibility of the agency community, and in particular the media agencies, to get the transparency issue sorted. Yeah. And, and what he was saying, I think, is that once that is addressed and trust is re-established, mm. then you're in a footing for true partnership. Yeah. And then innovate as much as you like, and, and P&G, I'm sure, will support the agencies as they innovate. Yeah. But in order for that trust to be established, they have to deal with the transparency issue. Yeah. And that was such a, a clear instruction to the, to the agency community. Yeah. And it's going to be really interesting to see how they react because you know, we are now, we are approaching a year on from the ANA publishing their media transparency guidelines. Mm -hmm. There's been lots of obviously discussion for the last two years really about transparency in media. It's been the kind of obsessive yeah. um, subject for anyone in the, in the kind of media industry. We've had very little noise and message come out of any of the media agency groups really about, about this, certainly with a kind of point of view and a, a principle on it. Mm. Um, you know, will this trigger some action? Will this break that, uh, you know, the, the, the break the mold in some way where we see an agency step out mm. into a clear, with a clear transparency agenda, with a clear transparency message, rather than perhaps, you know, avoiding yeah. Um, that head-on, I'm hoping that that will then produce some, some you know, good, robust and honest and frank kind of discussions now because I think this is a good time. And Mark has now laid out, he's kind of laid out the rules of the game. Mm. Is that, you know, their demands from the media agency community is that transparency is job one. Yeah. Uh, you'd assume that he will back that up, or the the, the company will back that up and reward and incentivize and partner with agencies prepared to offer those ter on those terms. And remember, you know, I mean, there's still a number of markets, not least the UK, where Procter & Gamble, the, 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 the hugely uh, uh, prized uh, Procter & Gamble account is still in play. Yeah. So um, uh, we'll, see, we'll see how that one runs out. Yeah. The other interesting observation uh, from all of the three speeches that he's made is that yeah. Mark never actually referenced lower media pricing. No, no, <laughs> it's true. So every, if, it, if there's anyone in the world that, that could right. flex their muscles. With his six billion dollar yeah, media seven. spend, yeah. seven, right? Um, but he never mentioned that. He never mentioned pricing or costs or yeah. savings. Yeah. He never mentioned reduction of, you know, media charges, agency charges. Yeah. His only reference to kind of pricing, if you like, is in his ambition to increase agencies' kind of remuneration moving forward for, yeah. for value. Based on, based on yeah, the value that they, right. that they create and, and to pay them fairly. That's right. And so, I mean, we've referenced the two types of, of advertiser out there. And yeah. this, is a, this is a business that sees media uh, as a real lever for growth and, importantly, as their agency partners yeah. uh, to help them drive that media growth. No, exactly. And, and, you know, that's what I think is so exciting about these kind of messages is because it, you know, again, it's just clear distinction between those, you know, companies that see media as a, as a cost to the business and then that, the chain of behaviours that that creates, which is to see your agency, agencies as suppliers 
and therefore the, and then the supply chain is just supplying a commodity mm-hmm. and the, the sole objective there is to reduce the cost. Yeah. And a lot of advertisers are still in that. It's hard to break out of that mindset. But we see more and more shifting, and Mark helps to do this, is those businesses which see media, their media budgets as an investment in growth and therefore can regard their agencies as strategic partners, deeply invested in the business, reward them for growth, reward mm. them for value creation, and then you start to see media in terms of as a lever for growth rather than as a commodity. Everything that Mark is saying is on the kind of the right side of that line because he's saying, you know, come and meet our requirements, which are perfectly reasonable, like they're common sense expectations. Yeah. Meet our requirements, hold yourselves to higher standards, bring some, tra- you know, help us bring transparency and help us rebuild trust act as strategic partners, and we will reward you for great performance. Absolutely. That is an advertiser obsessed here. And it's a shame because there's noise at the moment. You know, if agencies out there will be probably in the middle of some pitches you know, that we know of, like some you know, billion dollar plus pitches, which are racing to the bottom uh, using you know, e-auctions, uh, blind auction technology, asking agencies to bid blind against each other, mm. not just for media pricing, which is a bit crazy because it's not something that they control anyway because it's not a commodity, which is that, this is that mis- misunderstands, and their fees. So having to deliver the cheapest possible price, the crappiest possible service for the cheapest possible fee, and then on payment terms. You know, the, we, we know of, of examples yeah. of people running e-auctions, blind e-auctions for payment terms, you know, extending into hundreds of days, which is yeah. just insane. That is a race to the bottom, and, and those, that produces the wrong ab- kind of result. Absolutely, and those are the type of advertisers that agencies should be pushing up against mm. and, and, and not accepting those kind of terms. And I'm hoping that uh, you know, Mark's speech and, and his continued kind of narrative around this mm. will inspire other brands and advertisers yeah. that perhaps currently sit within that yeah. side of the, of the, of the channel. Yeah. Um, to be kind of more inclined to think about media as a leader. Exactly, and I think if anything, it's just it's just creating a far clearer distinction yeah. between you know advertisers that the agency community kind of want to work with, and uh, you know we'll see as opportunities, um, and those which, as you say, they should kind of be pushing back to just try and change behaviour on the advertiser yeah. side. It's got to be something that comes out of this, I think. Absolutely. Uh, so. Uh, that's stage three of Mark's speech. I think there's more to run this year. But the message is clear and it's really simple, is that, that, that marketers should expect their agency community uh, or their agency to be partners and drive growth and obsess about that. And let's reduce the layers and the complexity and really align the whole supply chain behind the needs of marketers. It's never been clearer. Okay, that's all for this week. Thank you very much for watching. Please give us a thumbs up if you like what we're doing. Bye for now. Have a good weekend.